I ain't got no friends. <laughs> oh, stop oh. it right now. Okay, mm -hmm. so we are rolling. We're here today talking about a wonderful topic that I feel like kind of is current in my life right now, maybe yours too, but we're going to talk about family and friends and how that has changed uh, since coming out. Baby, you sound raspy. I am under the weather. I am under the weather. I am pushing through. And you know what sucks? Nobody gives a shit anymore if you're sick. Like two years ago, everybody was like, oh my God, stay away, stay home, get rest. Don't come out of your house. And now it's like, you're sick. Eh. You, can, you can still do everything times 10. You're fucking sick. Nobody cares. Yeah, I didn't pick up on how you sounded over the phone, but being on here, I can hear it. You sound so sickly. I just want to come take care of you. What would you? Would you please come take care of me? I would. Yeah. Okay. Good. That makes me. Feel All right. Good. Family Let's and friends. Let's get into it. Let's get into How it. Family changed. and friends. Mm. So I'm just gonna say, like, I feel like for both of us, family and friends were very easy to maintain because we're people pleasers, and we naturally have always fallen into this role of wanting to please, wanting to make sure people are taken care of. And then there was like a halt in our life. And now all of a sudden we're putting ourselves first and people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially with family for me. Um, that one hits deep for me because I think that I've always just kind of done exactly what my family wanted me to do. And I've always been really worried about them being upset with me or judging me or going against the grain of what they believed was right. And it's honestly the reason that it took so long for me to even say what I needed to say. And this time last year was really rocky and only got worse until probably about February-ish of this year. Yeah. Yeah. My relationship with my family completely changed and it has not, um, I mean, it's okay now, but it has never been what it used to be and it probably never will be. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think, I don't know. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to say because I've avoided it. I have avoided contacting people and I've only reached out to people who are like more so on a regular basis. We're in some type of communication or, They've seen enough on social media and they reach out to me. I think it's uncomfortable for me on my Instagram account because I have previous coworkers, friends, family members that follow that account and I I see that they are seeing my stories. They're seeing my post, but they're not saying anything. And I don't know how to I guess I don't know how to take that. And I get in my head sometimes and I start to think I start to overthink and and wonder if they think badly of me or something. I don't know. It's like some insecurities that I have that I'm working through and knowing that I have to go back home to Ohio in two weeks for my brother's wedding. Um, I'm having a lot of anxiety and a lot of like self-doubt and conversations in my head of how I think people are going to look at me or respond to me or what types of questions they might have for me. And 
I'm trying to like work through that because maybe none of that's going to happen. Maybe everybody's just going to be really happy to see me happy. And I show up with you and it's like, you know, the last time I saw my family was at my dad's funeral pretty much. So it's like I was there as a straight married woman and now I'm out openly non-binary and have a girlfriend and no longer with Tommy. And I'm going to go show up to a wedding with you as my plus one. And I know there's going to be someone's going to ask me something. Someone's going to give me a look. Someone's going to do something. I know my family. And I'm like trying to prepare myself for that right now. Like I'm trying to like make sure I have the right comebacks. I can say things the way I want to say them. I make sure that I make sure I have ha- I, I I make sure that I'm happy and enjoying myself and not worry. Like I don't know, there's just like so much shit going on in my head right now. I'm freaking out inside cuz I have to go see some family members. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I think I'd feel the same way. And I think that to a degree, that's kind of where I was at in November of last year when I went to Texas for the Thanksgiving family trip that I had not seen my family in a while. And I had not officially come out to everyone, but I had some really serious conversations with a handful of the people that were there, including my aunt and my sister. And, you know, Jeff was with me on that trip. And it was just at the time where I was like, ready to say what I needed to say, but didn't know how to say it. And so I was kind of tiptoeing around it. And um, there were definitely looks, there were definitely conversations that were really uncomfortable. And then I kind of like closed up and Christmas time was fucking awful. Everybody was mad at me. Everybody thought that I was making all of the wrong choices. And I always remember that you continuously told me through the whole thing that like, that's their feelings and they're allowed to have them and that's okay. It doesn't mean that we have to accept all of that. And I think more than anything, that's the one thing I would tell you is that it's easy to get in your head and start to wonder all of the things, but really they're going to think what they're going to think regardless. They're going to form opinions. They've probably already started. Like you said, they watch your stuff. They know what's going on. Um, And it's fine. They can do all of that on their own time and you don't owe them anything more than what you're comfortable giving to them. Yeah. I think I want to like, I like over, I don't know if it's like overcompensate or justify how great Tommy and I are right now. And I take a lot of pride in that, that we've been able to get to a healthy place that our If I laid out all of the relationships that are within my family and and friend group, I would say Tommy and I probably have out of all of them the best relationship. And I take a lot of pride in that. And it's like there's part of me that just wants to show people that like you can have it whatever way works. Like you can, there are ways to to live a life like you want to live that do not fit in the guidelines of in the traditional sense of, you know, a straight marriage. Right. Well, and I think a lot of that too, you know, people that express certain judgmental remarks oftentimes have their own struggles that they're not even willing to admit on their end. And a lot of what they might feel is reflected in what they say to someone else. And really it's 
some self-healing that needs to happen instead of worrying about someone else's situation. And you and Tommy don't worry about anybody else's marriages. You guys don't take the time to talk or gossip or judge. And that's part of why you've been able to find the place that you guys are at now that you're happy and you're healthy and you're friends and um, you prioritize what's important. And that's the two of you still raising your kids together and still being best friends, co-parents, whatever you want to call it. Um, Cause it doesn't really matter what anybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> right. But I will be honest. I, um, I'm nervous for the wedding myself. Just keep reminding myself that I'm going to support you. I'm going to, um, you know, be there holding your hand through the entire thing and supporting all of the changes and the person that I love. And despite any of their opinions, it doesn't change like what we've grown into together. It doesn't change how you've grown in not only your coming out journey, but your non-binary coming out as well. And there's just a lot of things that like, that doesn't, it doesn't really matter what their thoughts are. And I think that it needs to stay appropriate for the situation. And I just hope that that's the case because I might come unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) I think it, I think, um, I think it'll be whatever it is and it'll be fine. And, you know, I just keep reminding myself it's not my responsibility or my business to worry about what others think about me or feel about me. And I'm going to be there for my brother I'm excited to see my brother Jacob. I don't get to see him all the time, so I'm really excited about that. And so I need to focus on the things that I have control over and know that I am living my best life fully, like the most honest, like transparent person I could possibly be right now ever in my entire existence. I'm living Mm -hmm. that, that life and it feels so good that I have to remind myself it doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't matter what others think because this is the best version of me. And so if they can't get with that, then they don't need to be in my way, you know? Yep, absolutely. And I feel the same way. And I think that it's, there's a healthy middle point that you come to or that I, I've come to at least where I still love my family. I still have respect for what they believe, what they feel, but I no longer go out of my way to make them happy, to communicate every little thing with them, to catch them up on all of the small details. None of that stuff is important to me. And if they want to call and check on how I am as a person, great. I will let them know. But it went from me feeling like I had to update them every single day, tell them all of the things to now giving myself a little bit more breathing room and putting up some boundaries that have ended up being very, very healthy for me in my family's relationship dynamic. Mm -hmm. And that took a long time. That took a really long time. I was definitely the, um, (laughs) the example of people pleaser when it came to certain members of my family. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And, you know, even like thinking on my friendships uh, and the people when I, you know, I just recently made a TikTok and I, and I talked about, you know, speaking to the people from my past and that I'm not avoiding you 
that I just don't have the energy. I don't want to keep coming out. I don't want to keep having the same story and catching people up. And I had a couple people ask, like, why are these people in your past still important? Or, you know, who cares? And, but they are, they are still, I I might have outgrown a handful of them, but there's still occasionally just the way social media works. If somebody sees something or reaches out or maybe just sees it and doesn't, there's still like some attachment and some thoughts that go into it. And it's like, I did have a couple friends right away when they started to pick up what was going on through Instagram, uh, reach out and say like, Hey, what's going on? Are you and Tommy no longer together? You know, what's, what's happening. And at times I got defensive cause I'm like, you haven't been in my life enough to even know right. what, you know what I mean? Like if, if, if somebody's worthy of it, they're already going to be like, Oh my, like, like, yeah, I, I saw that. I knew this was, this was bound to happen. This was, a, you know, it was going to happen sooner or later. And I don't know. There's just like a part of me that's just like, not in a mean way, like get out of my way, but in a way of just like, I don't have time to look back. I can only look forward right now. And if you're not running next to me, like I can't catch you up. I'm sorry. Yep. Well, and it makes me think about how you said some of the family that you're seeing, you haven't seen since your dad's funeral. And it's kind of like, why is that? Whereas, you know, and I understand that long distance family, sometimes it is hard to see them and whatever, but when it comes down to it, like, yes, they're family, but what, you know, what is the definition of family really? Because for me, I've learned that family isn't just, oh, we're blood, definitely family. Like I have people that I consider family that absolutely are not biologically related to me or, you know, and then I have family that is the direct reason that I exist and I have absolutely no relationship with them. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's all about where your mindset is at with it. And, um, you know, moving forward, the, that wedding is going to come and it's going to go. And then once it's over, who's going to stick around enough for it to matter? Who's going to continue reaching out and caring enough Mm -hmm. to still want or need updates or check in on you? Because chances are, majority of them, you're not going to hear from them for a while again, and you're not going to see them for a long time again. And so you're just, you know, you're still going to be doing you and nothing's going to change. Yeah. And I'm just thankful to be alive and happy and healthy and able to go celebrate with, you know, family and, and friends, whether it's family or friends, it shouldn't feel like this daunting thing hanging over your head like oh my god I haven't talked to this person in so long they don't know me they don't like this like you should I'm the type of person that I can just jump right back in wherever we left off every single time like no judgment you do you I'm doing me it's good to see you yep yeah and keep it just like surface level that's I don't know that's definitely where I'm at with some of my relationships I mean just recently there was some conversation had between my sister and I that I shared with you and um, it was really upsetting for me because, you know, she was in town for a weekend and I had made plans prior and it was very last minute. And um, it made her very upset that I didn't see her while she was here. And I felt some sort of way about the entire conversation that came from that happening. And um, I mean, there are still struggles, even though I have set boundaries and even though I 
have given myself that breathing room it it's something that I think you just always have to remind yourself of like is it worth it right now or not and that goes for friends as well because I've cut out a lot of friends from my life that just don't get it or they're not in it for the right reasons and like you said earlier if you haven't checked in on me until you were invested in these exciting quote-unquote changes that I'm going through then I don't owe you any kind of explanation of those changes like if you didn't give a shit when I was going through my normal shit you don't deserve to know about this like because your life is boring you want some kind of like excitement or something it's just not not my jam yeah dude I couldn't agree more like I feel like just what the second you have boundaries the second you have you know you were just talking about having boundaries and and having stronger you know boundaries in place now and the second you have those boundaries set and you stick to them it's interesting how like people treat you when you have the boundaries and their reaction to your boundaries because as someone who's been constant people pleaser typically you don't have boundaries you just go with the flow and you're like yeah sure that works okay i'm sorry sorry wasn't available for you sorry uh, you know it won't won't happen again now you have boundaries and now you're standing up for yourself and now you're saying like hey like no i'm not available for everybody all the time like i'm putting myself first now and I had plans, you know, and so mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it's interesting how the relationship can shift when you have boundaries. And I think growing up, we were not taught boundaries. We were not taught boundaries. And that is why so many people are taken advantage of. So many people are manipulated and so many people are suffer from sexual assault and things that they don't want to go along with because You've been forced your whole life to just go with it, you know, do what the person wants. We're never really taught to put ourselves first. No, no, we're not. And I think that when you are the type of person that was a people pleaser for such a long time, people don't take it very well <laughs> when that changes. Mm-hmm. They're, it's almost <laughs> like they get offended. Like they're mm-hmm. offended that you have this new outlook and that you're speaking up for yourself. Like, like you're doing something wrong for being your own person. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, it's not that I'm trying to be a bitch or, or offend you. It's that I'm coming into who I am and you need to respect that and learn who this new person is and still know I'm me. I haven't like disappeared or completely done a 360 on you. I'm just changing and that's okay. That's healthy. We're supposed to change. So you know, either love me through it and and love me for who I am right now, or like you said the other day, get out of my way. <laughs> like, I don't right. know. <laughs> right. Well, and it's like once you set the boundaries, you start to realize real quick, like all the way to like the person just like thinking they're talking to someone else, like this isn't you. And it's like, well, I have a voice now and I'm using it. And I think I recognize that in my um, in my first marriage, that as long as I was going with the flow and the laid back, you know, the one of the guys easy to hang out with, um, everything was fine. The second I stood up for myself and I had a voice, all of a sudden there was a disagreement, miscommunication, all these different things started happening. I started recognizing like, wow, there's an issue every time I, I use 
my voice for my own my own thoughts and my own doing and um you start to recognize that across the board with family members friends coworkers all of it the second you have boundaries it gets different you'll know you'll recognize it well and i think as ironic as it may sound other people's true colors show more when you step into who you are and mm-hmm. they very easily come unraveled <laughs> and don't mm-hmm. know how to handle it and you start to understand more about them than you ever have before because now you're seeing a different side of them that you're like oh holy shit you were this way towards me my entire life only because i basically bowed down to everything that you said and just went you know i rolled with all of the punches and then as soon as i stopped now you are showing a completely different side of yourself and that's like a learning curve in and of itself Mm -hmm. it's also hard when you step back from your from your born into family and you realize like as an adult you probably wouldn't sit at the same table if you weren't born into that family you probably wouldn't sit at the same table as some of the pe- some of the people that are in your in your immediate family and that's hard that's hard to think like i grew up with certain siblings or uh cousins or you know aunts uncles whatever and as an adult our views our outlook our way of thinking is so different and it's okay i think it's great for people with different views and different outlooks to get together and to talk and to learn and that's the only way you can can grow and and have an open mind about things but it doesn't always happen that way with family and a lot of times I know, I know it's not just my family, but a lot of times during the holidays, you know, you don't always want to go back and especially it's like, it's an election year. It's like political view. You have, you know, you have your political views, you have your religious views or what have you. And it's like all of these things of feeling forced and pushed and it's hard. It's it's the whole reason why I had to get off of Facebook in 2020 is there was just too much shit happening and all of a sudden I realized that the majority of the people that I thought I would sit at the table with, I actually wouldn't sit at the same table with them. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the Facebook thing because I almost mentioned that earlier when you were mentioning the Instagram stories and seeing certain people that view it. You know, when I first started getting more active on TikTok and really, really coming out and, and voicing that through social media, I deleted Facebook. I went through my entire Instagram list and deleted and or blocked anybody and everybody that was making me feel as though I couldn't have a voice or made me feel like, oh, I shouldn't share that because X, Y, or Z might see it. I needle picked through that entire stack of people and got rid of some people that have been closer to me than a lot of others for the majority of my life because in that moment, I did not feel comfortable knowing that they were seeing certain things and it was easier for me to just say you know what i'm just gonna put this in place to where i can go through this journey on my own and not even be worried about who's seeing what instead you just don't get to see it and when Mm -hmm. you're spending the time watching my things and then you know i went through this whole period of time where it was like one person would watch or see something and then they would turn around and they would talk to somebody else about it and then they Mm -hmm. would talk to somebody and then like full circle would come back to me and I would hear a story about myself that I was like, 
wait, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. I don't even know where this is coming from. This is like literally a third of the way true. Like, where are you even getting this information? Or there's been times where it's like, I'll get a text and I, like, it's, you know, I want this update on, on yada yada because this person told me that they saw something. And it's just all of these crazy lines of communication that you're not even involved in yourself. And that's got to be like the most frustrating thing for me. So I got to a point where I just, I blocked everyone that I did not feel like I wanted. And still to this day, I've got all of those people. They don't see my stories. They don't see my posts. I don't have Facebook. And despite TikTok being public, I did go through and block certain people on there too. Now, granted, I can't stop them from still viewing and and whatever, but, um, you know, I did what I could to show them that like, Hey, this is not for you to see. This is not for Mm -hmm. you to worry about. This is me and my journey. And it doesn't really involve you to be honest. I think that's the hardest part to be like, this is my journey. This is my journey. And you do not get to be part of it. You're part of the reason why it you were a roadblock for me. You know, you don't get to be part of this journey. And I think it's hard for a friend or, uh, you know, an old friend or a family member to realize like that, that it's not about them. And our, our story and our situation is different. And it, it is kind of like a, you know, like some Netflix show or something you would want to watch and, and be like, oh my God, what's happening this week? They're still with their husband and they're doing this and they're seeing each other and they're traveling. Where are their kids? Who's taking care of who? And like, you know, everybody wants, (laughs) yeah. And I don't think people realize like, it's not your life. (laughs) You don't like you, you don't matter in the situation and you can, you can enjoy it and you can be part of the journey and you can share it. And and give encouragement or say uplifting things, but you don't get to have an opinion. Right. Um, yeah. And if you're not supporting me, then I don't, I don't need you to be a part of it. That's kind of where my line was, was set was that like, okay, I don't care what title you have. If you're not supporting me, then I'm okay with just like, not totally ixing you from my life mm-hmm. necessarily, but like just, surface kind of putting, keeping it surface yeah, just yeah I'm just gonna kind of put you over here in this category and I'm gonna stay over here in mine and and I'm still gonna keep you here and whatever but you're just not gonna be here in my bubble anymore the funny that thing pissed, that pissed a lot of people off but it's empowering at the same time yeah the funny thing is um you know just rolling out of talking about the pandemic and and how COVID, you know, steered and allowed us to, to kind of dive into our journey. Um, before TikTok was a thing, you know, it was Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. So when TikTok became the biggest, most popular platform, everybody quickly realized the difference. Facebook, you were like, I don't know you. No, you can't follow me. This is for my family and my close friends, only the people who know me, right? Then you go over to TikTok and you're like, ew, you don't know me. You never knew me. I only talk to strangers over here. And yeah. it's like it's like this big division of like Facebook, family. But do you grandma, aunt, mom, dad, they're all on Facebook. You go over on TikTok, who's the fucking strangers that are gonna like basically eye me up and down and and treat me like a piece of meat 
yeah, I want to be I want to be your friend. <laughs> that's the that's the most ironic part of it is that I would venture to say that most people you asked who are content creators on TikTok and were active on Facebook or maybe still are would more than likely say, I swear to God, I'd put money on it, that they are more comfortable sharing on TikTok to complete strangers than they would be on Facebook sharing to people 100%. they've known their entire life. Yeah. 100%. All of the money goes on that because it is 100% fucking true. Everybody feels like I will share with millions of strangers, millions of strangers, the most heartfelt, intimate story and get compliments, feedback, uh, support, love, interaction, engagement. I'll get all of that. I could do the same thing on Facebook and your family, they might see it. They're not going to give you any of the encouragement, any of the feedback, any, any support, but they're going to know that they saw it and they're going to think they know you and they know something about you, but you're not going to have that connection. And, and that's why TikTok is the way it is. It's like brought actual real fucking communities together that actually mean something to you. And so now you have like, people talk about it all the time, my TikTok family, my TikTok family. It's like, it's fucking locked arms and strong in certain communities and groups on TikTok that you've never experienced anywhere else. And that's why if I go into a room, the people that I want to sit at the table with are not Facebook people. They're not family and past friends. It's just not. I'm sorry. It's like a whole new colorful uh, energy that I get from a, a lesbian or queer community that I never received ever in my life. And that's the difference. Yep, absolutely. I agree 100%. And I have never once thought to myself, oh, you know what? I think I missed Facebook or I think I'm going to re-download that or Never. any of it. I, I just, I don't miss it. I don't miss seeing updates. I don't miss sharing updates. And I think um, I'm perfectly fine with having strangers, for lack of a better term, become my new family. And some of the closest people in my life right now, even down to you, you guys, you're someone that I met on Facebook or on TikTok. Like, mm -hmm. and that's that speaks volumes. I mean, like, mm -hmm. and now does everybody always get that lucky? No, maybe not. Um, but I can list five to 10 people right now that I would have a heartfelt conversation with over um, a family member. And those are all people that I met through TikTok. Or can we just talk about like, the difference of how people you meet on TikTok, they will get a plane ticket. Like if you say there's a meetup, or there is something where you you want to get together and hang out, they will make the drive, they will buy the plane ticket, they will make it happen. 100% they're going to make it happen and it's going to be the best time ever. If they'll you, buy you the fucking plane ticket. Yeah. That's what they'll do. And, and, and then you have, you have family members and friends in your past and you'll be like, oh man, the last time I saw you was at a funeral, right? <laughs> like it took someone to die for us to all like get together and hang out. It's like, that's what it's like. Like, I, I swear, like friends, I contact whether it's coworkers or friends from my past and everyone's just like, yeah, just really busy, just really busy, you know, just working all the time, really busy. Uh, don't have a lot of time. Kids are keeping me busy with sports and this and that. And I get it. I'm a fucking mom. I get it. But I guarantee if I reached out to some of some of my followers on TikTok, 
I was like, hey, man, I really could use a friend right now. I'd like, I just want to hang out. They, they would, would everything and they would be there for you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The commitment, the, the, the just group, like support and love and being there and, and, and really showing up is more than I've ever received in my whole entire life from people. Yeah. And so I think going back to like the main point of the conversation, like how, how friends and family shifted with coming out, I think there's a huge shift. And I think that no matter what age you are, when you come out, how you come out, any of it, you're going to notice a shift, whether it's with your family, with your maybe religious beliefs and how that affects your family's relationships um, with your friends, you're going to notice which friends did have opinions or do have opinions, which ones were really there for you as a person versus just like there for the drama. You're going to realize a lot of things that maybe beforehand you just didn't really pick up on or um, allow yourself to dive into mentally. And I would say that it's normal and it's probably healthy, even though sometimes it might feel like, God, this sucks. Um it's necessary, mm-hmm. honestly, because in order to truly find yourself, like I said, you have to allow other people's colors to shine and you have to pick and choose who's healthy for you and your and your mental state and your new relationships and your new communities and um, maybe your new religious outlooks or the lack there, you know, all of the different things that, that are all just like thrown into this new life that you're trying to embrace. Um, it's It's inevitable. You meet new people. You gain new experiences, you learn more about yourself, and it's a beautiful thing. So don't be afraid to meet new people, to start over, and, you know, still remind people from your past or your family that you're, you're still the same person. You're still the same person inside and out, and um, you just, you've really fallen into, like, know yourself now, and this is, you're just, you know, kind of reintroducing yourself to people. Um, you know, I'm saying this to, to people listening, but I'm also saying it to myself right now of just like, it's going to be okay. And, you know, I know for months now I've just been like, oh, I need a, I need a queer community. I need, I need, um, gay friends, lesbian friends, queer friends, trans friends. I want it all, the whole alphabet. And I want that because I want to feel it in real life and just not through social media. I've, I've hit a plateau where I'm like, okay, I have I have the I have a good following. I have um met great people along the way. I have fans, people who love me and support me, and I want that in my everyday life and how do I get that in my everyday life? And I think that's like the struggle for me right now is this like I've hit this this wall where I'm like all right, now I mean even down to our relationship, it's amazing and it's wonderful. It, but it's part time. I mean, I know it's full time. It's full time and all the effort that we put in it. But the physical piece of seeing you face to face, I only get to enjoy it for a second. And then I, I go back to the rat race and the, um, you know, like the hamster wheel, we say until we get the next visit in and we just try to push through it all and do it all. And sometimes even it's still hard, even though Tommy and I are really great, it's still hard to come back and have somewhat of a traditional lifestyle and not feel fully who I feel inside. Yeah, absolutely. It's brutal sometimes. It really is. Um, And like I say, it's not for the weak. It is absolutely hard. But I think that um, 
uh, we just also have to remind ourselves that I can't remember if I wrote it on Patreon or if I wrote it maybe in like a blog a long time ago. I, I'm not sure where, but I remember something that I wrote. It was like a journal entry. And I was talking about how like each individual person has their own path that they're, go that they're going on. And like in life, your paths are going to cross. And like sometimes you're on the same path for a short amount of time uh, or a really, really long amount of time. And then sometimes those paths go separate ways and maybe they come back together, maybe not. But I think that people also need to open their mind and their heart to the possibility of um, maybe only having paths cross temporarily, you know, in, in friendships, in family, um, in all of the different things that like, just because your path was with someone for X amount of time does not mean that that's where it's going to stay and use it as a, a growing experience and um, learn from it, love the time that you have, and then continue on your path because that's the only fucking thing that you can do. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I say it all the time. I'm just like, everything in life is a stepping stone to the next plateau and everything is a season. There is a season for everything and you're on a cycle and sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down and you, you know, sometimes you're, you're very energetic and I'm really run down or sometimes we're both really energetic and we want to do a bunch of stuff. And it's just like, you just, you, you figure it out. And, and I think the biggest thing out of all of this for any person, whether you're, you know, straight, lesbian, queer, unsure, like who fucking knows you're just a human. Don't close off your heart. Don't close off your heart. Keep your heart open to, to, anything and, and everything and you know have your fucking boundaries like I always say I will obsess over you I will love you fully but I will have my fucking boundaries in place too and I think you'll do just fine and everything everything's gonna be okay and the people that want to be in your life will be in your life and you'll know you'll just know who those people are and sometimes it's okay to have a small circle mm -hmm. sometimes it's better yeah it really is yeah. even just though I I, I really want to have um my very first like queer friendsgiving. Like I really am like just yearning for this friendsgiving and I don't know how to make that happen because everybody lives so scattered all around the US and even outside the US. So it's like how do I get all my my peeps in in one spot so we can hang out for a friendsgiving? Yeah, well, we could always try to make it happen. I mean, maybe not this year. Maybe we push for it for next year or something. I think that would be amazing. I've never done that myself. So um, it would be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, just stand your ground. Remember why you got to where you are now. And that's something that I do for myself almost daily is remind myself of why, why am I here? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. why am I dealing with the struggles that I'm dealing with? And what caused me to make the choices that put me right here right now? And typically, if I ground myself, and I remind myself of those things, I'm like, Oh, yeah, because looking back, I was fucking miserable. I hated myself mm -hmm. and my life and my choices. And um, there are still things that are hard about where I'm at right now. But choose your hard and follow what feels good and um, just keep evolving and sticking to what what makes you happy. Okay, you guys. Well, um, we love you. And until next time. Until next time. Meet, meet, meet. If you'd like to be a guest or join us backstage, DM us on Instagram at Fashionable Late Lesbians. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.